It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode number 448 of Locked On Raptors for Thursday, January 10th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley, RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. Find the show at Locked On Raptors. We can find links to every single episode. And, of course, make sure you're checking out the Locked On Podcast Network with team-focused shows for all 30 NBA teams, as well as all 32 NFL teams. We've got Locked On Fantasy Basketball going strong with Josh Lloyd. We've got two Locked On Fantasy Football shows, uh, I'm sure right now, sort of doing post-mortem on the season and also some daily stuff while the playoffs are going on. Also, we've got Locked on NBA and Locked on NFL for your national perspective. Daily shows on that side as well. Uh, No shortage of stuff for you to listen to on the podcast network, so make sure you're finding a show that you like. And if you do, make sure you subscribe to it and rate and review on iTunes. It's the best way to support the show, uh, and it's very much appreciated for people who watch the rankings, like me, and uh, it, it helps us, makes us more visible, all that good stuff. Also, if over the holidays you, like me, got a smart speaker on Alexa, Google Home, something like that, uh, you can use your smart speaker to play the Locked On Podcast Network. Just say to your smart speaker, hey, Alexa or Google Home, play podcast Locked On Raptors. And guess what? Locked On Raptors is just going to start playing. My voice will fill your room uh, and you will not have had to touch a single button. So make sure you're doing that if you got a, a smart speaker over the holidays or if you have one and you haven't used it for that function before. Uh, it's very, very easy to get the Locked On Podcast Network onto your smart speaker. All right. On today's show, there's a, it's an off day. The Raptors don't play. I'm assuming there's a how hungry are you being taped today or yesterday. Um, but that is not the reason we have today's guest on the show. We have a much more uh, fresh and new and fun reason. Not that there's th- that many things more fun than how hungry are you. But uh, this might be a contender. It is uh, Katie Heindel. How's it going? It's going great. I think uh, it's an on day. <laughs> <laughs> When I think about what we're here to talk about, I'm yes. very excited to get to it. Yeah, so I, I'm not sure if this debuted on TV at any point, but it's on the internet, and it's very much on the internet over the last couple days. Uh, there's a new ad featuring a pair of Toronto Raptors, and it's been a pretty dark history for Toronto Raptors in uh, commercials. Obviously, there's the Primo Pasta and Sauce, there's Hito Turgaloo sitting on his couch and not acting at all. Uh, noted bad person, Hito Turgaloo, sitting on his couch, uh, not doing anything except for eating pizza and uh, you know, shrugging off Jay Triano's advice, uh, as I'm sure was the case most of the time during his tenure with the Raptors, not just filming Pizza Pizza commercials. Uh, it's been a rough go. Obviously, the GoDaddy curse exists, but I have high hopes for the most recent campa- campaign that's come out featuring two Toronto Raptors. The two players are OG Ananobi and DeLon Wright, and the product is Sprite. And this commercial, Katie, I sent this to you. You replied with glee. Uh, Do you have initial responses, reactions to seeing DeLon Wright and OG Ananobi in a minute and a half long Sprite commercial? It's not long enough. (laughs) (laughs) For starters. Um, It's not long enough. I want to see more, and I agree with you. I think this could be the Phoenix rising from the 
commercial ashes. Yeah, there's the been some really bad ones. I mean, there was even like the BMO basketball with Kyle Lowry that was really obnoxious and terrible. Hated that one. I, that I stupid ball. Yeah, and like real, real glad Tangerine Bank took over. Shouts to the corp, the corporations. Uh, the, a different corporation took over the sponsorship of the Raptors. So there's no longer the annoying BMO ball. Just some strange Tangerine commercials. But um, there, yeah, so it's been a long and dark history for Raptors and commercials and. I do believe this has kind of changed the tide a little bit. So what I'm going to do, I'm just, I'm just going to play. Obviously, it's more of an audio, a video thing than it is an audio thing. But if, if you've seen it, I'm sure Raptors fans probably have seen it. If not, go watch it. Uh, and then you'll kind of know the audio cues that you're hearing as we go through here. Um, I'll narrate as we go along if it's necessary. I can't remember just how much there is in terms of like audio cues for what's happening. So this might be strange. But uh, I'm just going to play it. Sprite Lemon versus Sprite Lime with OG and Delon. So the first the first event is thumb wrestling for people who don't understand or they haven't they don't announce it or anything like that. But thumb wrestling is what's going on now. Yo, hands too big. <laughs> Checkmate. Chess. Check that out. No. Wrapping presents. Lemon's still better. No, it's not. <laughs> That's how it's done. Making cupcakes or cakes in general. Oh my goodness. How did she even build that? It's one of my past times. Birdhouse carpentry. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Never gonna happen. Making oh, balloon animals. I think I got it. I don't think you do. Math. <laughs> How does that sound? Not as good as this. <laughs> I guess it's lemon and lime. Can't stay mad at you. Friends? Friends. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's so good. It, it's so good. <laughs> like, what were you expecting when I sent this to you when you saw it was a DeLon an OG Sprite commercial, like, with no context or anything like that. Probably did, but I thought it would just be, like, hey, do you like Sprite? Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, a really short bit, or I guess I thought, I'm like, oh, is this gonna be, like, um, uh, like the LeBron ones? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were still going with, like, You don't want, want this. Sprite. It's very bad. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you to drink it. It sucks. And I wouldn't have been mad if it was them at, like, a pool party but yeah. um, it really exceeded all of those expectations yeah it's really perfect uh down to the wardrobe delon's got the yellow wristband on uh og's got the green headband going and his short shorts <laughs> that was one of my favorite things about it he's just wearing they're like suited up like delon's got his like tights on underneath it's like yeah. they were really like we're gonna look like we've just Played. Yeah, or for that sure. we're taking this as seriously as a game. <laughs> <laughs> so they get to the head-to-head challenge thing. First of all, do you like their like on on-screen presence there? I'm just gonna play like the original exchange again. 
Oh, I should probably press volume on this. Thanks to Lemon. What, man? No. That was really refreshing. Thanks to Lemon. What, man? No. The lime. I'm going to challenge you to a one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> oh, it's on. <laughs> That was really ref I'm not sold entirely by Delon being totally refreshed by the lemon aspect of his sprite. <laughs> it's like a OG's OG commits, like he really commits. O OG I do <laughs> find is like the slightly more natural actor, as I think we'll come to learn as we go through this whole thing once again. Um I think he's just like he's being himself. Yeah. I yeah. think he's like he's not really taking this as like, oh, we're filming a commercial. Yeah. I'm gonna like be a different way. Whereas the lawn's like in the process. Yeah, yeah. He's and he's like maybe a little bit nervous. Yeah, I mean, the lawn does seem like the type who like doesn't love being like talking to people like on the on camera or in front of a mic. So like credit to him for accepting this endorsement offer. I'm sure they were paid handsomely for this commercial, considering it's 90 seconds of airtime. I mean, I, I would assume they're getting paid by the second. At least I would hope so. I would um, hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so they go into this one-on-one -on -one duel, and, it, and you think I, I I thought it was going to be a game. I thought it was just going to be them playing one-on-one, -on -one, like a lot of the Michael Jordan commercials from back in the day, where he's just like in a gym by himself with like Spike Lee saying stuff. I thought it was just going to be those two going at one another. Um, your delight, please detail your delight when you realize this was just like them doing like regular daily challenges. I don't know if I would call them all. Regular. Uh, I suppose that's challenges. fair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. It no. It was. It was amazing. I was waiting for whatever the next one would be. How are yeah. they going to ramp this up? Yeah. I think the thumb wrestle was a good place to start. I like that they started. They weren't playing. It was just like the game had been won. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll, well, let's play the thumb wrestle. It's one of the only ones that has real audio. So here we go. Your hands will be. That it sounds like he's just genuinely saying, like he's surprised. Yeah, he's, he's gotten out of his process and is just like naturally reacting to the size of OG's hands. Um, yeah, he I wonder. Him. I wonder if this was written for Kawhi, and Kawhi said no originally. No, I don't, I don't think so. Kawhi doing a thumb war feels like it would be slightly unfair. I think. Um, but there's like, if you just freeze it on that part how much they're both just smiling yeah like full teeth smile. oh it's adorable it's adorable yeah. it's the cutest thing <laughs> i might have to okay i'm gonna screen cap this one and i think i might make this the uh the cover art because it's really really good <laughs> um, there's a lot to choose from so i mean keep your screen caps and then you can judge at that that's true that's true uh okay so they do the thumb wrestle next run to chess checkmate I'm look, trying to look at the board here. It looks like they played a pretty long game. It wasn't like a really quick sort of like <laughs> tricksy checkmate made. What's strange is that it looks like DeLon's king is like way up. He's got nothing on his back line. His king is like way up. Uh, oh, I guess it's not. It's just kind of in the middle. It's like I had to move forward one spot. Like a castle came down to threaten it perhaps. But um... I knew you would do this with the chess. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a feeling. Yeah. Uh, do you buy that DeLon would beat OG at a game of chess so handily? Mm, the way he commits to, like, when he knocks down the piece. Yeah. It is like pretty, like, it is pretty vindictive. Finesse. It's like, you large thumb yeah. asshole. I've won. I've won. <laughs> yeah. It, it feels earned. Yeah. So, yeah. Why not? Okay. <laughs> I, I do think, like, if I was to pick a raptor who would be, like, a chess grandmaster... OG might be the guy just because he is kind of quiet and cerebral. I guess Kyle is also like insanely mm -hmm. smart, 
and maybe he just like is like a thinking you know robotic computer when it comes to stuff like that the way he sees the floor is also the way he would see a chessboard but um I, I'm, I'm glad delon got to shine here glad he got to do the whole wizard's chess thing and knock down the uh the pawn or the king or i guess it's the king you kill last uh, i'm an idiot anyway um the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs mark your calendars to listen to locked on nba every monday to be up to date Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What was the next one here? Check that out. No, check this out. <laughs> Gift wrapping. <laughs> so this was when you start to realize it's like going down a different road. Yeah, this is not athletic and whatsoever. I'm into it, but... I think it came a little too early. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of shocking to see that 26 seconds into the 90-second runtime. Um, mm-hmm. Do you which which of the two are you when it comes to wrapping gifts? Are you a Delon or an OG? We're in the middle. I I think I'm like I think I'm OG, but I'm Delon, and then I try mm-hmm. to do like a big production like that, and I end up like you know when you. Oh, you you have too much fur, and you're trying to fence like like growth that you cut up with tape and try and fold under. Mm. That's what I do. Right, right. You cut out there for a little bit, but I think we got the gist. Um, yeah, I'm a. Uh... I mean, I just basically I'm a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I am a like. I would say I'm better than a Delon because I put the effort in. I know I'm bad at wrapping gifts, and like the folds are always a problem, and I use a million pieces of tape, but. I like the effort and sort of the tactile process of wrapping a gift as opposed to just tossing it in a bag with some tissue paper on top. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. not buying. I'm not. I'm not buying bags. I'm trying to do the the full wrap. Yeah, and like, do you think of the wrapping when you buy the gift at all, or is this sort of like an after process where like you're like, oh damn it, I have to wrap this thing I just bought. Definitely after. Okay. Yeah. Um, although I will say I don't mind buying a book for somebody. If I find a good book for someone, <laughs> I'm buying that because it's real easy to wrap. <laughs> Do you think they're going to give these gifts to each other? I don't know because they wrapped them in front of each other, so that seems kind of unlikely. It's more I, I would more guess they're bringing them to like a Yankee swap type thing because they don't seem to have labels or anything like that. Um, and it's more of a who has the better thing. Who's, whose gift's going to get picked first at a Yankee swap? I think True. seems to be the contest here. Uh, we'll move on to the next one here. It's out. Well, it's still better. No, it's not. <laughs> That's how it's done. Okay, so we got Cake Boss. I went. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> so they show it's a close up, uh, sort of the kind of close up we wish we have seen with uh, Serge Ibaka in his cooking show more often. Of OG putting the finishing touches on basketball topped lime ice lice, lime uh, licing. Blah. Lime icing oh. cupcakes, it looks like it. Um, and he seems very happy with himself. And you look to the side. Is the thing that DeLon puts on top of his cake actually edible? Because I don't think it is. I mean, I'm sure neither of these things know, are either. Not. I'm sure it's none of the like cake a, is edible. But it looks like a sponge. I worked at a... Oh. Sean. What? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> 
Okay. I just thought I you were getting really, really morose about the. Like, uh, I thought you had like a, a baker friend in the past who died, and it was reminding you of the of the baker friend or something. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I worked at bakeries in the past. Uh, okay. Uh, and I know this trick, and it's like a styrofoam ball, and you cover it with fondant. Oh, it's not like a rice crispy. That's what they do in the shows. No. Okay. No. So, like, what percentage I mean, of these? I, I guess if it's fully edible. Yeah. What percentage of the typical, like, ornate cake is actually edible? I think it depends what the function is. Right. So, Delon's cake, for example. What's the, what's the percentage of ed- edibility here? The bottom two tiers. Okay. And it's just, like, covered in fondant, I guess? Yeah. Okay. I think so. All I think right. you got your basic sponge, probably some supports, right. fondant. <laughs> Support fondant. Oh, we're, it's a British Bake Off all uh, going on here. Um, so yeah, Delon wins that one. We go, go on to the next one. My here. goodness! How did she even build that? It's one of my past on. <laughs> Birdhouse carpentry. <laughs> Delon is shocked. <laughs> Uh, for the visual, Delon has a pretty nice looking birdhouse. Um, I like those, it. It looks yeah. like a little a beach changing station. Yeah, it's quaint. I like it. Um, beach changing station, uh, outhouse, you know, whatever you want it to be. Um, but OG's is enormous. It's uh, it's the Drake's house of birdhouses. The, the, the line delivery there is really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's so good. Anyone... I don't know if I would pick OG to be, like, the top guy I'd pick to be, like, a good woodworker on the Raptors. Do you have someone in mind who you think would be that? No. <laughs> oh, CJ. Maybe CJ. <laughs> Just like he's, a, he's like a dad. He's in his workshop. Yeah, he's got overalls. I guess that's what I think of it as. That's what I equate it to. Um, I like that they don't have any – well, I don't know what – I can't see really clearly what's on Delon's table. Uh, like it looks like a paintbrush. Their... They've got their safety goggles on, yeah. and they don't have any tools. <laughs> um, it's almost like these are like the the cakes that come out of the oven as soon as you put one in on one of those cooking shows. It's like, oh, this uh-huh. is the finished product. They have the stuff somewhere. Um, I'm going to mute the thing now and just kind of Wait, go I through. do have a criticism yeah. uh, for the writers of this just for this segment. Yes. It was a missed opportunity to put OG in his own goggles. Uh-huh. Wait, OG has goggles? Yeah, don't you remember that it was like at the beginning of the season? Oh, yeah, you got hit in the eye, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty good. It was like the mask thing, right? Like the ugly mask? Like the Rip Hamilton thing? It wasn't a full mask. Okay. No, no, I don't think it was a full mask. Why don't I can't I remember this even a little bit? I, I like, faked remembering. Cause I I've forgot. got a picture on my phone. I'll send it to you after okay. this. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I'm going to put the video on mute now because there's not really any more, like, dialogue. It's just, like, them going back and forth and stuff, but we'll stop for each thing. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, so next, it's one of my pastimes. 
spinning balls on the fingers is really cute. Okay, then they go to uh, the House of Cards building. <laughs> I want to know how much Dillon, like, completed, or if he was just, like, touching the top ones. Yeah, like, I wonder if it was, like, like a stagehand, like, built it for him. Oh, someone obviously built most of it, but, like, the top. Wow, how could I you? I just want to know if he put it on the top. Wow, you're not giving Dillon much credit here. That's disappointing. Um, Sorry, that's true. I will say, though, like, looking at his stacking, it looks quite off-kilter. And not quite as symmetrical as the rest of the triangles in the, in the in the stack. Yeah, the top looks extremely weird. It yeah. doesn't look like the rest of it. No, it looks. He might have put on the top two layers. Now that I'm looking at it, it's a little bit funky. But the bottom like five rungs of the pyramid are are just like exquisitely built. Um, for like OG didn't even try. Like he could have done better than but this. This is like one of the highlights. Is how much you can tell that he's like waiting really anticipating the moment he gets to slap them off the oh table. yeah oh yeah let's let's play this one i suppose it's very quick and the audio is probably very annoying to listen to but uh here we go it's one of my past on <laughs> gotcha <laughs> he's got this like look of glee on his face that is uh that's quite delightful that I don't know if we've seen much from OG, like, having that kind of look on his face. He's usually pretty, like, you know, steadfast in his, like, seriousness about stuff. He'll smirk yeah. when he, like, punks a reporter, but doesn't really ever show that, like, unadulterated glee like that very often. So, I like that. Uh, at this point, it's 1917 for DeLon, uh, with card stacking <laughs> being the 36th event in their duel of 200 events. Uh, the next one... We have balloon art. Uh, you can probably listen to this one. Never gonna happen. Oh! <laughs> Seems like DeLon's very good at these sort of tactile tasks where it requires a lot of focus and, like, you know, craftsmanship with the fingers, right? He's got some long, like, artistic fingers. Yeah, yeah there's a reason he couldn't win the thumb wars because he's not a brute. He's more, he's got the art going on. He's a finesse guy when it comes to his fingers, so... I'm not surprised. And also the chess, I think, kind of falls into this as well. Um, like, obviously, it's sort of a different thing. It's not building stuff with your fingers, but uh, it is moving the pieces around. I don't know. That made no sense. Um, but I, I want to know what the little green animal is. I think it's a dog, right? Uh, yeah. It's like a dog mouse. <laughs> yeah, it's, a t- it's like a tall mouse. Yeah, it looks like a... Like a if there was like a bizarro Disneyland, this thing would be the mascot. <laughs> like in the what's it what's it called in Stranger Things? Like the underneath or the the other the the, the, the... Uh, what is it called? Upside down? No. no yeah, the upside down. Yeah, oh, okay. it's like he's like upside down Mickey Mouse, uh, but also Goofy was involved in some strange sex act to create this <laughs> balloon art. Uh, oh. Alright, moving on to the next one. Oh, math. <laughs> Once yeah. again. Less fun, less fun than the other events, I'll say. Yeah, I mean, I don't Getting really. pretty serious now. Yeah. It would kind of go against the theme of the thing for OG to be this kind of math whiz with all these algorithms and stuff on the board and not have won at chess. Because it is very much a math game, chess is. 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, uh, it's, that's a plot hole, I think. Why don't you start a chess podcast? <laughs> I'm very bad. I used to be very good at chess, but I'm not anymore. Oh, boy. Yeah. There was a time. Uh, so, I, I want to know what all these equations are for. Yeah, I can't. The OG's board is kind of, like, blurry. Um, but. If anyone knows what the lawns represents, also I don't think it is anything because there's two equals signs in there, which I think is like in proper form because you can only have one equals because like you have to have all the stuff on one side equal the other side. There's not three equals, so this just could be some super math that we don't know anything about. That might be true, but in my experience, in my simpleton math, you usually have like the sides are weighted equally, so thus they are equal. Uh, now it's a math podcast. Yeah, it's a math and chess podcast more than anything, really. Um, I wonder if we'll have a locked on chess, like an, or locked on board games, and we can have a, a podcast for each one. I'll I'll, I'll apply for the chess one. Um, <laughs> among the other events that they skip through, so pretty good ones here. So there's math equations, dog grooming. They don't say I wish who they had shown yeah, this one. They don't say who won dog grooming. Who would have won dog grooming? Um, I think Delon. Again, with the sort of like the intricate work with the fingers and hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, he also seems to like pay more attention to sort of like keeping his hairline kind of like it's not like he has like a pronounced hairline <laughs> or anything, but he does keep it short. I would assume he does his own hair. Or is that, Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. He's not Fred. I think, not... I think that, like, if he... I picked Delon because I think um, it would, if there's, like, a weird or if a dog freaks out, I, I feel like he could handle it a little bit better. That's fair. Um, no, really? I don't yeah. know if I agree with that, actually. I think he'd be more, like, squirrely as opposed to OG, who's just calm. I feel like Delon would be trying to do, like, like weird... Both. Like, Delon would be doing, like, unorthodox, like patterns with his with his like shit like whatever you used to like trim a dog the trimmers or whatever he'd be doing like euro step but in like shaving pattern form you know what i mean but what about when you have to get to the really gross stuff what do you mean the really gross stuff <laughs> do you know about this no I, i've never groomed a dog <laughs> where you like take your dog to the groomers they do this thing with their anal glands Oh, no. <laughs> we don't need to talk about this on the show. Didn't know we were getting to this. Please look it up. <laughs> Maybe don't look it up. <laughs> but who would be better to deal with that? I don't know. <coughs> nope, neither, I think. No one. Yeah, they're just uh, making... Who's the rookie? I guess OG's the closest thing to a rookie on the team. Never mind. I guess yeah. maybe like they make Patrick McCaw do it. Like, sub him in because he's the new guy. <laughs> Uh, he was, already took a pay cut. He doesn't need to be doing that kind yeah. of stuff. I was gonna do a Patrick McPod, McPod, a Patrick McCaw <laughs> podcast, um, but like, this, the, consider this your analysis. He's not gonna play ever, and he's not very good, and uh, that's fine. Uh, but do right. you remember when we tried to do the Greg Monroe podcast, and we were like, "How are we gonna talk about this?" We did so talk about time. Greg Monroe for half an hour. That is true. <laughs> We've also talked about this so, Sprite commercial know. for almost half an hour as well, so I don't really... Yeah, let's move, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the next one uh, is corn husking. 
Uh, that goes by quick. I don't know who would win that. Lion Taming. I'm guessing they didn't film that one. They probably couldn't source the lion. No, uh, I don't think so. Uh, so ukulele solos the next one. At this point, Delon is a pretty pronounced lead. He's up 86-80 at this point, um, which is uh, big, a bigger gap than I think we've seen at any point. And kind of shocking that he ends up losing or they end up tying at 100s after he has this pronounced six-event six lead. Um, but the ukulele solo, I think, really turns things around. It's sort of the TSN turning point for OG and Anobi, if you will. Uh, let, let's hear that part again. sound not as good as this that's refreshing <laughs> oh so that's actually the one that gets in the tie um yeah that's the tie that's a yeah. tie maker yeah uh <laughs> so <laughs> it's the equivalent of og hitting that three to tie it before lebron james ruined everyone's lives uh last year <laughs> Uh, so very clutch, and I appreciate it. Uh, thoughts on the ukulele solo and his sort of uh, his form? I don't, I don't really, I, I don't play a guitar or ukulele. I never have. I feel like OG's played a guitar before. It looks like, like he kind of has the, the rhythm, like yeah. yeah, the movements down a little bit. Honestly, for a second, I thought he was actually strumming. That's how like well he yeah. plays off the strumming, and maybe like they just dubbed in the sound afterwards. That could also be a possibility here. Um, but like it looks kind of legit. Let me see if he's like changing the notes on his fingers. He is. Like, he doesn't have... Eh, I don't think he's playing it. I don't think he's... I don't but I think, think he could play playing. it if he if it wasn't like a thing where they were pre-taping everything and they wanted to have the sound dubbed in over top. I feel like... Like, I wouldn't be shocked if he wasn't playing it in that thing, but it's like a mu- music video where he actually did record the ukulele solo himself. Would that shock you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But you never know. He could have. I, your dis- I think your lack of belief in OG is disappointing to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I said he's like the clear winner here. He like knows how to hold it. But I really like the way Delon is holding this, the tiny ukulele. Yeah, makes me so happy. <laughs> it's not exactly an even playing field, right? Is it a smaller ukulele? Oh no, it's the same size. Never mind. It's the same. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he also the look of just like begrudging respect that DeLon gives to OG it's pretty pretty natural it's 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 well delivered that just like little cue with the face um let's get to the last exchange once again between these guys and uh we'll have final thoughts I guess it's slumming in line can't say I'm out of shoot friends friends <laughs> Heartwarming stuff. Uh, glad that I didn't know they were mad at each other at any point. It seemed like it was all pretty, pretty much. A yeah, good they fun. never seemed mad. Yeah, they it was never really like a debate they that the they cared about lives. that much. Yeah, <laughs> I do think uh, OG carries the ah, pretty significantly. Um, maybe it's just because like it's on the camera's on him when it starts, but um, you can, I, I like his voice. It feels like his voice doing most of the ahing. Um, so. I guess that's nice. Uh, the ultimate question of this, Katie, it's kind of weird that we did a whole podcast on this. I'm not sure how well this is going to play for the people, but uh, the ultimate question. So we've done weirder. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Chuck Hayes thing is kind of the, the bar, I think, for, for weird podcast on this one. So um, you're probably right. But uh, my ultimate question to you is, are you a lemon or a lime? Yeah, I thought about this. 
Um, and, and I like to think I'm a lime, but I'm a lemon. Okay. Uh, what do you think of the personality traits of a lemon and a lime? I guess it's sort of where we begin here. I feel like lime, you're like underrated. You kind of go under the radar a little bit. You're like a little more flashy. <laughs> <laughs> Like a bit more funky, I think a lemon. Like I don't know. You can put a lemon in any social situation, and it's going to be fine. I'm literally holding a lemon right now and staring. What? At it. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about. Do you have a lime with you as well? I don't have a lime. Okay. I got a whole bowl full of uh, lemons, so I'm looking at them and I'm thinking about this. <laughs> You're fragrant. Um, <laughs> You're good. You're a good color. High sheen. <laughs> no, I don't know. I feel like you know lemons are like you're kind of reliable everyday thing. Yeah. Limes are like a little more know. hit and miss. Not again. Not yeah. every social situation is going to be a, you know a place where the lime is going to thrive. But the places where it does thrive, it is the life of the party. And then yeah, there's also exactly. Bud Light Lime, so don't, don't include that part. But other, other everything oh, else. Oh, shit. Every other. I forgot about how much I love a Bud Light Lime. Oh, really? You like Bud Light Lime? I love Bud Light you Lime. You like drinking do soap. I say that because wow. I'm more like a lemon or a lime. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Oh, me? I'm more of a lime, I yeah. think. If I'm choosing between the two, I'm choosing a lime a thousand times out of a thousand. Limes are just better than lemons. But you hate Bud Light Lime. I do hate Bud Light Lime. But I'm a beer douche, so I don't think that's surprising. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not like a Bud Light Lime at all times. Okay. Well, no, I'm like an insufferable beer douche. So, like, even the, the mere mention of Bud Light Lime kind of makes me turn my nose up, which is probably not one of my better traits, but it's just, what I, it's just my lot in life. Um, but, no, I, like, if I'm choosing between the two to, like, consume, Lime all the time. Lime pop is outstanding. Uh, lime goes with Mexican food really well. Lemon, not so much. Yes. Lime goes with Indian food See, pretty well. Lemon, not so much. Like it's I, my I, secret I, hope that like someone listening to this podcast, if there's anyone still listening by now, <laughs> it listens to this and they're like, you know, no, Katie, you're a lime. <laughs> I feel like you can't call yourself a lime. Someone has to tell you that you are one. That's fair. I do think if I was using the traits that we've ascribed to both lemons and limes. I am probably more of a lemon, admittedly, just as, like, a person. But <laughs> I care for limes work a little bit more. I, I mess with it okay. quite a bit more than lemon. Um, this was certainly a podcast, Katie. I, I want to thank you. Wait, I do have, but oh. I have one more question. Yeah, no, go ahead. What is the um, event that you wish they included that they didn't? Oh, damn. Um, oof. Maybe, like, a chug a quart of milk fastest or something like that or just some sort of like drinking maybe drinking a sprite fast that maybe should have been like the the capper but they actually did it i'm not sure that might be cute because it would just like come all out of their nose yeah because it's so fizzy right and they would they would definitely break down laughing and then um maybe they'd miss a game because they had sprite poisoning or something and they'd have to miss it <laughs> i don't know um what about you do you have one in mind that you wish you had seen like a high dive. <laughs> I mean, they had lion taming on there. Flower arranging. Yeah, 
flower arranging. That's yeah, that's very much in the vein of the the gift wrapping. I think um, maybe some more like physical, but like funny physical challenges. I don't know what what they would be. Like a eating contest. Yeah, like a, yeah, a eating contest. Just, and then you gotta wash it down with Sprite, obviously. <laughs> Dipping hot dogs into Sprite instead of water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Sprite has uh, not paid us for this content. Unfortunately, they should. <laughs> they really should. We're doing a good job of selling it. Um, do you like Sprite? Yeah, I don't like Sprite. Yeah, it's good on like a hot day. So I would never yeah, mess but... with a Sprite in the winter. Like, God, no, I mean like you know what horrifying. I'm going for over a Sprite if it's there, like a Dorito. Yeah, like a lime Dorito is the best pop. I I'm convinced yeah. of this. Or any lime pop, really lime crush, lime uh, pop shop. Like those are an elite pop. There's not, like, a lemon equivalent of any of those. There's, like, sparkling lemonade, I guess, but not six. Oh. Yeah, I don't, yeah I don't need that. Yeah. Was it, like, what oh, is it? Oh, the like San Pellegrino right? ones are good. Those ones oh, are good. Oh, true. Yeah. I, I shouldn't have disparaged the good name of uh, sparkling lemonade so soon, but... Uh, I don't even know the last time I had a Sprite. So. It's been a while, for sure. And, yeah, hey, the advertising is working, apparently. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, so. I got... I'm going to think twice next time I'm at it like a cooler and I'm uh, uh, picking between. I'm honestly I've be- become more of like a like a soda water type guy lately because I'm trying to not drink pure sugar okay, all the time. Okay, let's wrap this up. <laughs> but, yeah, Sprite does seem like it's one of the healthier ones. No. No. It's, it's got lemons and limes. Oh. <laughs> I don't think it does. It's got real. It's got very real lemons and limes, okay? <laughs> All right. This uh, has gone on far too long. Katie, thank you so much for joining me for this podcast. Uh, this is what happens My when the pleasure. Raptors have two days off for the first time in forever. Um, we get podcasts like this, and uh, people can deal with it. Uh, Katie, do you have anything you'd like to plug right now? No, just a, an ice cold Sprite. <laughs> uh, ice or no ice in your Sprite? Ice. Ice? I yeah. fluctuate back and forth pretty heavily on the ice or no ice in the fountain pop thing. Mm, it's if I'm if I'm out, maybe not. If I'm at a movie, if I'm home right. and I've brought a can home. Right. I'm putting ice in a glass. Oh, so oh really? It. You're doing that? I've never even considered yes. that before. Decadent. That does sound like a nice little treat to yourself though. Um, you get to see the sprite kind of just like popping in the glass. Yeah. Yeah. I might, I might have to do that. Try it out next time. I think I'm going to go to the store and get a sprite. <laughs> <laughs> You've won, sprite. You have won. Coke products, you have uh, defeated us, and your advertising has worked. Um, Don Draper is resting somewhere happily right now. Uh, all right, that's going to do it. Katie, other than the sprite, do you have anything you'd like to plug that you've like written or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> no. Right. Uh, I feel like I'm still coming back from, like, a very long break. My brain is just, like, getting back into it. Yeah, that's very much the time of year right now. Um, I, I'll plug this podcast again. Listen to it. It's good, apparently. <laughs> if you've reached this point of the Please podcast... Don't subscribe. If you've reached this point of the podcast, you obviously like what we do, which... Uh, Hey, to each their own, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much to everyone who is a listener and a supporter. I'm going to have a Patreon episode of the podcast out on Friday at some point. I'm going to do a mailbag. Got a lot of good questions in there. 
Uh, so stay tuned for that. If you're a Patreon subscriber, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, you can be one. It's very easy. Either two dollars or five dollars. Uh, you go to uh, Patreon.com/slash/SeanWoodleyRaptors for two bucks. You get two podcasts a month, and for five bucks, you get all the podcasts, and you get to vote on topics for Patreon podcasts as well. So uh, if that's your bag, and you want to chip me a couple bucks and support my work, and uh, and you know, be nice people, and forever uh, etch your name upon my heart. Please go to the Patreon page and uh, t- throw me either two or five bucks, and I'd very much appreciate it. And uh, yeah, subscribe, rate, review to the podcast on iTunes. It's all the good stuff that I always ask you to do as well. Use your smart speaker, and uh, that's going to do it. Thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, we will talk to you next time on Lockdown Raptors. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Lockdown podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 